This is a slackline. And this is slacklining. Technically, this is also slacklining, but we're mostly gonna be focused on this one. Slackline is an amazing balancing skill that tests your mind and your body, and is extremely easy to add to any adventurer's repertoire. As a Ninja Warrior coach, I have trained, coached, and practiced slackline for a while. So let me pass down what I've learned and give you a full tutorial on slacklining for beginners. obviously need a slack line. There are many different kinds of slack lines that you can get. You can check on Amazon, which is the easier thing. I have a link down below. They're looking for about 70 bucks. So I added something which is a ninja line, which is a slack line as well as ninja grips. So you're killing two birds with one stone if you want two different skills. But let's just focus on that slack line. Step one, gotta set up that bad boy. You just have to set it up around something that is stable. You're looking for a very solid pole, or a tree, mostly a tree if you're doing outside, but we gotta protect that environment and it's going to damage the things that it is going to wrap around. All you need is a slackline protector, which some of these come with it, or just a simple towel will help protect the damage. When you're setting up, you're looking for two main things. As a beginner, the shorter the distance, the easier it is going to be for you to walk from one side to the other. As you get better, the distances can get a lot longer. And second, the lower the better, in which when you're stepping on it, it is not touching the ground. You're gonna be a beginner and you are going to fall. Making sure you have the space to fall in which you're not falling from really high up and not hitting the ground, probably good to be a little bit lower. And also, you want to avoid this. The crotch fall. If it's too high, you might be saying no to having kids already. To tighten it, it's just like a ratchet. You just gotta pull using those amazing muscles that you've got. Hey, good work, you've been working out. The tighter the slack line, the better. The easiest is gonna be for you to balance and the less it is going to shake. You've got that slack line up, and let's start balancing. But what are we trying to accomplish? What is balancing in the first place? How does it even work? Every object has a center of mass. It's where if it's perfectly balanced, you won't fall. You also have your base in which what's keeping you on that ground. Ooh, your feet are keeping you grounded. If your center of mass passes that base, then you are going to tip over and you are going to fall. So step one is to keep that center of balance over your base, which is going to be your feet which is gonna be on the slack line, which the slack line moves. The only way to fix you from falling, preventing your center of mass from going out of your base, is if you have something else to counterbalance. That is when you're using your hands and feet to change that center of mass so it's still over your base. That is why balancing with one foot is better because you're gonna be taking steps, so you're gonna be on one foot anyways. But also using that leg gives you a counterbalance which allows you to have more leeway to make sure that you can fix you from falling. But how successful are you gonna be on your first time trying to slackline? Well, the slackline is going to shake a lot, especially your first time. It's going to be very, very shaky. The slackline is just a little bit nervous. You know, you gotta make it easy. You gotta make it more comfortable. The fact that the slackline keeps moving, you need to adjust to it. At first, your body is going to fight it. It is going to try to stay stable because you're used to being on stable ground. You have to adjust to the shakiness because the shaking is not gonna stop. As you get used to it a little bit, you are going to start taking your steps. Aw, their first steps, they grow up so fast. You wanna start as balanced as, as possible. So stepping up on the slack line while you're really, really close in the center, and you can use something to stabilize yourself. And then you start walking. As you're walking, you're probably gonna fall a lot, but let's fall with a purpose. The most common type of falling is you're falling onto one side. If it's always the same side, 
you want to lean on the other side. You want to fall both sides because you're balancing from one side to the other, trying to keep that center of mass above your base. Start practicing by leaning to the other side and falling on that other side. The point of this is to find the limits of your center of mass. You want to find how much you can lean from one side to the other and still be able to stay on the slack line. How much can you fight and stay on? The second reason why you're falling is because you're missing the slack line. Keeping your foot straight is going to keep the most amount of your foot or your base on the slack line. Also, you want to make sure you don't miss the slack line. If you find you keep missing it, you can put your feet angled, which allows you to ride the slack line a lot more and helps a little bit more for you not missing the slack line. You're going to find that the middle of the slack line is the hardest part of walking through the entire slack line. But there's some good news. If you can get past the middle, then it'll just get easier from there. Don't rush it. Be able to have your balance and just get across that slack line. Maybe you tried a couple of times. Maybe you made it to the end. Hey. I'm proud of you. Maybe you haven't. So what are you supposed to be doing with your body anyways? What's the best optimal strategy for your body position? A couple of small things is making sure your knee is just slightly bent. You want to use all your joints in order to smoothly balance and to play with the shakiness of the slack line. When you lock your knee, you're preventing a whole other limbs of being able to help with balance. And make sure you're balancing on both legs individually and not just always the same one, which is usually going to be your dominant leg and you want to stand up straight. The problem is if you are hunched over, you are already putting your center of mass outside of that base or making it a lot harder. You want that center of mass right in the middle and you leaning forward prevents you from doing that. A lot of people are gonna tell you to look ahead and that does fix it long-term, but our goal is more short-term. You wanna think about standing up straight, but you can still look down at the slack line because when you look up, that is when you're gonna fall a lot more because you're gonna miss your feet on the slack line. You can start by looking down to make sure that your foot placement is really good and you can still walk across. And later, look up straight. And as you're walking across, you've got arms too. You've got more limbs. You want to keep those loosey-goosey. You're making more of a circle pattern. You wanna make sure that your arms are playing around with the slack line and with your feet. If it's straight, it is going to be a lot easier for you to balance slowly, but keeping your foot angled helps you play with a slack line that moves side to side. So if you're going fast on a slack line, angled foot will actually help you a lot, but most of the time, you're not gonna be going that fast, especially at the beginning, and especially if you're gonna bring this a lot higher up, you're probably not gonna be sprinting through that, even though it looks kind of fun. You've got your position, you're doing great, but you're still making some small, common beginner mistakes. What are those and how can you fix it? Shoes versus bare feet. Bare feet is a lot easier because you can wrap your foot around the slack line, which gives you just a little bit of grip. And sometimes you just need a little bit of an advantage. We practice with shoes because, well, we're in a gym and a lot of times you're competing with shoes. Next, you want to move a lot. Move your arms, move your hips, move your legs. Have a little dance on that. Give a little jig. You want to test what you can and cannot do. You want to test the limits of your center of mass and how much you can do before falling. Don't try to fight the shake. You want to ride it. Very similar to a surfer on a surfboard. Doesn't fight the waves. They ride it. Most people fight to stay on. Instead, you just want to feel it out. Test what you can do. Find those limits. That is going to allow you to know what you can and cannot do. Best way to learn is by failing. And your speed, you do actually want to play around with it. There's a difference between fast 
and slow. Slower is better to learn how to balance. The more you rush, the harder it is to fix your center of mass to be right above your base and to counterbalance because there's a lot more forces happening to you. But walking actually makes it a little bit easier to balance on the slack line. It puts a little bit of gravity and a little bit of force into it. Biggest beginner mistake is just giving up. It's a new skill. It takes time, especially if you don't practice balance. There's a lot of muscles that are waking up and are finally being able to be used and they need time to be woken up. You're adjusting your body as well as your mind. It's a different mindset because you have to be focused and it doesn't take long for you to be able to finally get across. It just takes time and it just takes practice. Hey, you made it across. I'm proud of you. I knew you could do it, but you can easily take the slack line to the next level. And fear training, which is something I've talked about so much and how you can increase your mental capacity, your discipline, and as well as your ability to have a better life by overcoming fear, Slackline is great to do that. It's adjustable, but if you can trust your ability, trust your way to balance, if you can get across that Slackline, then you can put that height higher and higher. Oh boy, a spooky up there. There's a lot of things I love about Slackline. It's a single purchase adventure. You buy it once, you have it, all you need is a place to set it up, but you don't need to get multiple slack lines. You get it once and you get to keep going. It's very easy to set up and you can have multiple people trying it and you can level it up whenever you want. It's a balance skill that focuses your mind and your body, especially the mind aspect when you start bringing it higher. And very easy to adjust the difficulty. You find places that are a lot further apart, boom, harder. You make it looser, boom, harder. But there are some cons. You can fall and it can hurt. It sucks. And depending on your athletic ability, it might take you a long time to learn how to balance. And if you're someone who's looking for quick results, you're not gonna get that on the slack line because you need to put a little bit more time into it. But if you're looking for an easy adventure to get into, something that you can just keep doing, and it's very entry level, Maybe Slackline is where you should start. If you're looking for a Slackline, I do have it in the link down below. But if you're looking for anything else, I got links in the description for Groupon and Airbnb, which is where I like to save money to do other adventures. But that's Slacklining. Now you have everything you need to just go and start Slacklining. If you want some more adventure in your life, be bold. Hit that subscribe button, hit the like button to this video if this helped, and leave any comments below of any advice that I might have missed or something that you have learned. I would love to know about your journey and your adventures as well. You can hit me up on social media and I will balance with you to the next adventure.